Why do you want that beer so bad? Because he's thirsty, dummy. Little bit of drink, little bit of smoke, little bit of dance around that dance floor, little bit of loud, little bit of fun, little bit of let's go tear shit up. Just what you think. Coming to you almost live from deep part of Texas. This is the Drinking Texas podcast with me, Stephanie. Two guys whose glasses are never half empty. That's Chip and Mike. Hey, hey, this is the Drinking Texas podcast. I am Chip and joining me as always. It's Mike. Yeah, it is. Uh, the love goddess is out right now. Um, and the, with the entire reason that we've been gone for a little while. Um, while most people are shutting stuff down. Our guest today is actually creating stuff during the during the pandemic, which is fantastic. We have Austin Pittman from Blue Northern Seltzer Company. How are you doing? I'm uh, fantastic. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. We've been wanting to talk to you for a while. You know, our schedules have been conflicting, but mm-hmm. but I'm glad you're finally here. It's, I am too. It's great to finally meet you. Um, and what we usually go with? What are you drinking? Uh-huh. But we're drinking these Blue Northerns today. <laughs> Absolutely. Could, could you tell us a little bit about them? You bet. Well, what uh, what we've got with us here today is our uh, agave lime hard seltzer, our wild blackberry hard seltzer, and our brand new prickly pear hard seltzer. Um, so all fantastic, easy drinking, fruit forward, mm-hmm. um, low carb, uh, low sugar, uh, kind of naturally. And uh, they are all natural, sweetened with just a little touch of uh, agave lime. Oh, nice. Or, uh, wild uh, natural agave. Oh, very cool. Very cool. I am actually drinking the wild berry myself, and it is exactly as you said, fruit forward. It's delicious. You can taste the berry right away. Hold on. Mike, which one are you trying? Okay, well, all right, so this is a prickly pear. What do you uh, think? Well, it, it doesn't taste prickly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goof. No, but actually, I, I picked this one um, because I... I I have a fondness for the prickly pear flavor, you know, whether it's a snow cone or margarita or mm-hmm. a seltzer or margarita mm-hmm. or really anything, you know. <laughs> with and it is prickly pear, pear time of year. And, right and, now. and, and it, it yeah. is. And it is prickly pear time of year. So well, in, um, in actually every time of the year, prickly pear. Time. Well, this is true. They just happen to be uh, ripe right now. <laughs> right. So. Uh, in, uh, let's see. That's funny. You know, I golf with Pop every weekend, uh-huh. and uh, last weekend we were out uh, at 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 Shadow Glen, mm-hmm. uh, ninth hole, and right next to the tee box is this huge uh, prickly pear. Yeah, big, bigger than the golf cart, and it's it, blooming. I don't know. The thing was just covered in fruit. And <laughs> Pop saw that and goes, "What? What is wrong with that plant? <laughs> goes, I've never seen a cactus do that." Yeah, yeah. So well, tell tell Austin where that was, and then he can go cut those <laughs> off. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, somebody somebody stole them because they weren't there the next day. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Austin, which one are you having? I've got the agave lime. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, one of my favorites. Um, I like them all. Well, um, of course, the agave lime is uh, is particularly excellent. Yeah, nice. You said that that one is one of your top sellers, right behind this wild blackberry, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. they sell just about equally. So if you think uh, forty eight fifty two uh, percent, uh, it's, uh, wild blackberries just got the lead. But I have to tell you, the early indications as uh, prickly pear hit the uh, market this last week, it's coming on strong. Uh, it'll it'll uh, it's going to give them a race for its their money for sure. Nice. That's that's great for you. You bet. Absolutely. 
I don't. I don't know. Uh, I don't know that I've ever seen a prickly pear seltzer. There, there may be something out there. I think I've seen one, but it's they're they're not uh, around regularly, and certain certainly not one that focuses just on the prickly pear. Right. Yeah. That's that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, Mike, usually around this time, it's time for a random question. It is, and I've I've actually got two, uh, and I think I might just ask. Well, you wait both. a second. You said one. Usually it's one. <laughs> Generally it's one, but, but I, I've got two, and, and you can answer either or both. Uh, they're not related. <laughs> First one, and I'm, I'm looking at Chip here. Uh, I need you to think about, tell me what, what one thing makes you irrationally angry. Like, you know, you're pretty cool most of the time, but this yeah. happens and you just flip out. Maybe maybe don't need to, but do anyway. Gotcha. Second, uh, you got your choice of invincibility or immortality, which one would you prefer? Ooh, it's it's almost the same thing. No, no, almost no. Right, so, with invincibility, does that mean that you're still going to age? Yes. Okay. All right. So it's not the same thing. <laughs> it's not the same thing. Interesting. All right. So, um, I think we're going to use these uh, these seltzers here for a little uh, thinking fluid, right? Yeah. So let's uh, uh, take a drink, um, mull it over. We'll come right back with your answers. Hey, this is Steve Peters with Hello Texas. And I'm drinking Texas. And we're back. Thank you for sticking with the Drinking Texas podcast. I, of course, am Chip, joined by Mike, my faithful companion. Mm-hmm. Not in that way. And Austin Pittman from Blue Norther Seltzer right here in Austin, Texas. Yes, sir. Yeah. Were your parents thinking about that when uh, they named you? <laughs> yeah, right. They were thinking way, way ahead. That's for sure. Yeah. He's going to open a seltzer company in Austin someday. Austin. It, you know, it gets it's worse than that. Um, we're not very creative when it comes to names. My uh, my grandfather's name is Austin. Uh-huh. My dad's name is Austin. I'm Austin. Uh-huh. And, of course, my partner and son's name is Austin. So yeah. we saved all the creativity for the drink. Well, you, you know what? It just makes it easier that way. That's right. Yeah. If you're if you're if you're at a family gathering at uh, at our at our house and you say Austin, the whole room stands up. <laughs> yeah. so. so you're you're three. Do do they call you three? Trey is a nickname. Trey, of mine. okay, yeah, yep, for sure. And uh, your son is just son. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Amongst other things, depends on uh, how he'd been behaving, right? Right. So, but uh, he goes by Austin Michael quite a bit uh, okay. around the uh, family. Yeah, which is funny because I, I thought originally you were just going to name him Waco, and the uh, the rest of the family objected. So. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I'm a, I'm actually so I go by Chip, but I I am actually a junior. And um, my dad worked for Frito Lay mm-hmm. when when I was born, and my mom, you know, at my age, you're probably way younger than me. Mm-hmm. Um, they shot him up with the with the medication, and um, to have the babies, not natural like they do now. <laughs> and uh, she said, "We're not calling him Junior. We'll call him Chip <laughs> because of Frito Lay." Yeah. Oh, there you it. go. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say Chip off the old block. No, no, no. some people say that, but. No, just it's free to lay. And my dad likes to call me junior just to get under my skin. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that'll work. So, so you, you tried the blackberry first uh-huh. and you just had the agave lime. Yeah, I just I just cracked the agave lime open. It is also wonderful. Good. Y'all are doing good, a, good, y'all good. are doing a really good job. Thank you very much. See, I'm still uh, sipping on the on the prickly pear. I'm 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 sitting here in stunned silence, which is not 
ideal for a podcast? Well, I mean, it's <laughs> ideal for me and Austin. Well, yeah, I mean, you guys are having a great time, and I, I love watching you. Um, yeah. But, uh, all right. So my hesitation always was uh, that, I, that I hate seltzer. Not hard seltzer. Seltzer. Uh-huh. I, I don't like seltzer water. So I'm like, well, even if it's alcoholic, I don't know that I'm going to like that. But, um, I, you know, my fondness for prickly pear, uh, let me try this. And it, it it's, it's fruit forward. It is, you taste, you, you get the flavor, right? There's carbonation, but it's not, it's not champagne, you know? It's, yeah. It's, it's right. I'm kind of it, digging it. Although I, I will tell you, people have taken to calling that Texas champagne. Uh-huh. Oh, so I, 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 I like it. seems to have stuck a little bit. I like that. Yeah, I, I cannot drink a, say, a Topo Chico. I absolutely can't drink it. Right. Uh, it's it's not for me. But these, um, I think you did a great job with uh, lowering the carbonation level, letting the fruit speak for itself, and just smoothing it out on the back end. So great job. Thank you very much. Well, you know, what, what we didn't do is we did not go out to make a hundred calorie or a 90 calorie. We didn't intend to go make a low carb, low sugar drink. Mm -hmm. We wanted to go make a light, refreshing, good tasting, easy drinking beverage. Yeah. And we got to low carb, low sugar, um, uh, low calorie as a byproduct of the natural fruit. That's fantastic. That's a great job. Thank you. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's what people should do. Start out as making, uh, just a good beverage. Well, and and I actually that that might be it too because um, it, it's it's fruit. It's not prickly pear flavored. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it it it's the fruit. It's it's not like purple. <laughs> it, <laughs> you know? And that's why it doesn't give you that weird aftertaste that uh, some we won't mention names, <laughs> but some uh, seltzers give you that it's uh, Mistress Vicky over here. Suggest you know on uh, some of the blackberries that she's had. So they taste like baby aspirin. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, the aftertaste. Yeah, yeah the aftertaste. Use that sort of weird. Yeah, and that, that's because of the chemicals they use. Yeah, people, people often say, well, we can't quite pin it. We're not sure what it is. It's odd. It's baby aspirin. It's mm-hmm. cough syrup. It's, uh, we had one gentleman write in and say, that he described it as Glade uh, plugins, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, he said, thank, thank goodness we finally have a seltzer that doesn't taste like those other seltzers. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's fantastic. And um, we're, we're glad that you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually, I'll take another one. Um, what flavor? Dealer's what flavor? choice. Uh, dealer's choice there. It's a, yeah, you, uh, uh, give me the blackberry. Give him a blackberry. Yeah. All right, that's a blackberry. And so while I uh, while I get into this, y'all, you got to quit stalling. Uh, give me your answer. I thought I was getting good at that stalling <laughs> thing, man. What makes you irrationally? Maybe we already passed that. Yeah, as a, as a team, I thought we we got past it. <laughs> what makes you irrationally angry? And or uh, would you pick invincibility or immortality? Gotcha. Uh, guess you, first. Guess first. Oh. Perfect. Put me right on the spot. Well, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna change one little piece of friendly amendment. Maybe it's not so irrational when you hear my answer. Okay. I, it, it really really ruffles my feathers. I heard that uh, that term thrown around here just a minute ago. Mm-hmm. When people in positions of power or strength or by whatever mechanism pick on, belittle, or ugly to people in lesser positions of strength or power, it, and I can I can almost I just can't hold my tongue. You know, it's like um, at a restaurant mm-hmm. when you see someone treating wait staff poorly mm-hmm. because they happen to be the patron right. and think they're in some other position of power. It just 
really sets me off. And, and I'm almost, I can feel people with me saying, easy, easy. Don't, don't say anything. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm the same way on that. Uh, it, it is clear that those people have never been in a service industry of any type. And I, I think that, it, I don't know if everybody should, but everybody should just for a day or two. You so well, you can understand what, what they're going through. Absolutely. Well, and I kind of, we approach things, I do anyway. Aren't we all in the service industry? Isn't that really yes. what we're doing? We're, we're supposed to be serving one another, serving our community. Mm-hmm. It makes me so happy when you say, man, this is really good. And, and that, that to me is a, is a part of being a service industry, uh, bringing things to people that they like and make them happy and all of those good Absolutely things. Absolutely agree with you. 100%. That's a good answer. Yeah. I like that. All right. It's well, not that irrational. It's, I, yeah, I, did, I didn't follow the directions fully. But, it, but it's all right. Mine? mine <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Absolutely irrational. All right. Why, why when, you, when you go to the H-E-B or whatever, and you buy five items, do they give you five bags? <laughs> it, it, it actually absolutely killed me the other day. And, and you know, me being me, I just, I just fumed. But <laughs> I, I gave them a bag to use. I had five items. They put one item in my bag and one item in four other bags. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It's not a big deal. Everybody does it. But, oh, my God, it's like chewing on foil, man. It just hurts my jaw. <laughs> I, mine, mine, you knew that I was going to go driving. I knew you were going to go driving. But I'm going to go a different route than I usually do. I'm going to go, when you let somebody in, or uh, just just whatever. There's no courtesy wave anymore. Mm. There's no there's no common courtesy with within people anymore. You you grew up in Texas, country. You've been out in the country. You said your uh, grandparents have the ranch out in Lockhart. Lockhart. Uh, what what'd you said it was ten thousand acres. That's a small little. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm just kidding. Um, you grew up waving to people. Sure. Yeah. On on a country road, driving down the driving down the street, you wave to somebody. That lets that lets people know that we're all you know friends. We're all family. This is you know we're all in this together, and people just don't do it. Right. They'll they'll driving down the road. They want to get over, and instead of you know they made the mistake, but you're nice enough to let them in front of you. No wave. Right. They just sit there in their own little world. That's ridiculous to me. Well, I tell you. So as soon as I get past Lockhart Mm -hmm. on the way to my ranch, which is out towards Gonzales, um, that's the fifteen thousand acre one. Right. Exactly. (laughs) All that changes. Yeah. Then, then you got to readjust and make sure because yeah. mm-hmm. every, everybody's giving you the, the courtesy way for sure. My uh, my dad grew up in uh, in Milford, just this side of uh, just south of Waxahachie, mm-hmm. before you get to uh, Hillsboro, um, the big town of Hillsboro. Yeah. yeah. My mom used to go nuts because she didn't understand why everybody waved at everybody. Right. And <laughs> it's just that's that's what you do. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so. That that's mine. Okay, well, those, right. those are all legit. Now, yeah. the harder question: invincibility or immortality? Now, there's a difference. If you're invincible, nothing can hurt you, but you're going to age. If you're immortal, you're not going to age, but you don't watch yourself. You could be killed, but you keep yourself health well, healthy. You keep yourself alive. You're never going to die. Well, if you're immortal, you're still never going to die. Oh no, you could be killed. You're not invincible. You're n- you're not going to you're like not going to die. If they of catch your head off with the magical sword, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, not going to die. We need causes. we may need some more rules about this. There's 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 more to it. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, vampire. Yeah, that's a good one. No, yeah, I you that one right, off of, right yeah. off of the uh, um, the Twilight Zone. Gotcha. You know, that Civil War general who was a professor. You didn't see that one? <laughs> no, I didn't see that one. <laughs> oh, man, okay. Well, we're going to have to back this up 15 minutes and let me talk. <laughs> okay, no. no. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, live forever or just be... Uh, okay, because... Uh, you don't have to... We understand. Because you could be immortal and break your leg and you're, like, laid up. If it doesn't heal right, you're laid up. You're not going to die. Yeah. You could but get, if you're if you're invincible, yeah. that wouldn't even bother you. No, not at all. There you go. I, I'm probably going to have to go invincible. I, I'm in that camp. Invincibility for yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean, looking at looking at uh, changes in the world and where it's going right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going definitely invincible. So here's the question: How long would it take you if you've got this power of invincibility before you didn't have fear of things that you used to have fear of? Oh. Right, uh, maybe a day. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would because uh, yeah, you're not sure it's going to work, and then you, know, you do a couple of things, and you're like, "Wow, hey, no, I'm fine. Hey, no, I'm fine." And then you do something really stupid, and you're like, "I'm good." <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. At that point, I'm just I'm just doing the dumbest things I can think of. Of course, you didn't say no pain. Ooh. Well, Ooh. no. But, well, that I would. That's see, key right there. Right? I would th- when I see when I think invincible, I'm thinking like Superman. Nothing hurts him physically. Okay. Just emotionally. Just emotionally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's how Batman beat him. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. Mind games. See, now what, I, what is yours? Uh, well, I'm I'm the opposite. I I would I would rather be immortal because my my wish is to know everything that happens from from, you know, before I got here until way after I'm gone. So I think I could be careful enough to keep myself from <laughs> getting whacked whacked off. Uh <laughs> Because um, I'm married. Because yeah, I'm married. Uh, you know, just, just to see, you know, who the next 10 presidents are, who the heavyweight champion is, uh, what countries rise and fall. I mean, it, it, you know, if I could, that's one of my others. If and I you, could go back, I would love to, I would love to witness history, mm-hmm. you know, as it happened too. So, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd rather live forever in constant pain than just be invulnerable and not know what's going to happen in the next 100 years. Mm. Mm. You know, gotcha. that's uh, yeah. Since that wasn't our answer, uh, I'm going to say that we won. Okay, yeah, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> well, somebody, I like it. Somebody, cheers to, to that. Yeah, somebody <laughs> had to win. <laughs> oh Lord. Oh man. Okay. Well, uh, we do. I actually need to go around to uh, talking about what we came here to talk about. But I think um, let's take a, let's take a quick break before we do that. Because I'm, yeah, I'm going to need a new uh, a new one of these. Yeah. And so it's, uh, I'm sure Mr. Speaky's about out too. Is that what she's waving at us for? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, everybody, we'll be right back. So stick with us. This is the Drinking Texas podcast. Hey, y'all, I'm Robin Shane. And Jack Reeves. And we're Drinking Texas. Yes, we are. Hey, we're back. This is the Drinking Texas podcast. This is Chip. That's Mike over there. And we are joined with, by, not with, but by, <laughs> Good gosh. See, these seltzers are starting to kick in already. <laughs> they are 5%. Yeah. So. <laughs> we're joined with, uh, I almost did it again. Yep. Uh, we're joined by Austin Pittman from Blue Norther Seltzer Company. And these things, again, I'm going to have to say, these things are fantastic. Thank you for bringing them in. Thank you for joining us. Absolutely. And for people out there that don't know you, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us how Blue Norther came about. And uh, we're how you came up with your your uh, flavors, where you're going, 
let's let's hear the history of Austin. So, you, so you've got a couple hours. Then. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, well, but first and foremost, again, thank you guys for having me. And I'm I'm so happy that you guys like the uh, like the drink, the Blue Norther. You and us both. All right, mm-hmm. Perfect. But um, so I, I am not a longtime beverage industry guy. Um, so I'm native Texan. I mentioned when we were uh, walking in, I'm a seventh generation Texan. My uh, Great, 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 great grandfather, James George, actually died at the Alamo. He was from a road with Immortal 32 oh, wow. out of Gonzales and, uh-huh. uh, and perished at the Alamo. So uh, my family goes about as far back as... Uh, here's to him. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Cheers. Here's that. Um, I actually am a retired, I use the air quotes there, retired mm-hmm. uh, healthcare executive. So I, I uh, ran companies for United Health Group for many, many years. I've been a healthcare executive for about 30 years. And uh, bought my ranch out close to my grandparents' place, uh, south of Lockhart, towards Gonzales. And, yep. And uh, was going to become gentleman rancher and and all that kind of kind of good thing. And you know my uh, my son and I were out uh, on the ranch one day, and he had been showing up with these hard seltzers, mm-hmm. right? And we were cutting brush, which is what one does, especially with his younger son. Well, yeah. Him, as you put him to work, <laughs> uh, clearing brush, it was probably ninety five degrees, and you know, and I was uh, choking down a beer, you know, real fist fight. And uh, I was like, man, this is just not working for me, or I'm going to have to stop working and just just drink beer. Right. Well, and that's so, that. That was where I would have gone. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. Exactly. That would have been the easy answer. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but instead, we cracked open a couple of uh, hard seltzers, and you know they were light, and uh, you know we could kind of get on with our business, keep working, but they left something to be desired in a big way. It had that weird aftertaste that we right. were talking about. Um, it just didn't have a lot of flavor to it. And to be really honest with you, it came in a little skinny can and I was afraid that Ace, my ranch guy was going to walk up at any time and see me drinking that little skinny can and start asking questions. Right. So, uh, anyway, my son had been consulting, um, doing uh, software sales and consulting and had been working with some beverage industry giants really, Mm -hmm. and had caught on, caught on to this, this seltzer boom really right. that was occurring and that that still today nobody's seen what the top of that curve really looks like it's continuing to grow as a segment and he started waxing on about that that uh, again and and finally i said you know what why don't we stop talking about it and let's go make one let's go make one that we can be proud of make mm-hmm. one that we'd be happy to drink that's in a can that's a normal looking can that's right. got some cool looking artwork on it um and that speaks to the people of texas and so uh, to his credit he went out and Created a relationship with a with a uh, beverage and food scientist. Um, got all the back office stuff. Uh, you know how to go get raw materials uh, and get that all the way through production. All of those good things. He really did the heavy lifting. And uh, I guess that was uh, March of nineteen, and we hit uh, store shelves on June fifteenth. So you know what I bring to the party is is oh, a hold on a second. Did you say you started this on March nineteenth of nineteen? Oh, oh, March of nineteen. Yeah. Okay, all right. I was I was like, holy smoke! No, no, no. <laughs> that is. That, a, no way. There's no way that you came up That'd with be this. Magical. Well, you yeah. know, it was, and it was really fun. People say, "Well, how did you how did you figure out how to make it?" And in you know, my Austin, my son Austin Michael often says, "Well, we weren't sure you you know go out in the kitchen and start cooking it up. What do you do?" Well, we got this this uh, food scientist that we started working with. And we started describing what we wanted the profile, the mm-hmm. flavors to be, what we wanted in terms of the quality of ingredients, which is huge. Um, we wanted to use Texas-inspired fruits. So you're not going to see Blue Norther come out with a strawberry, kiwi, twist, anything. It's, right. you know, wild blackberry, agave, lime. Uh, we've got the prickly pear. We've got some more in the works. 
And so we started working with her and going back and forth. And at some point during that process, we were doing the blackberry and the lime first. I realized, oh my gosh, this is really good. Mm -hmm. This is really good. At that point, I said, you know what? I'll put up the money to, to the early money to, to get us really started. Then we did a little, a little uh, raise and then came up with some more capital. And like I said, we hit, uh, we hit store shelves on June 15th, which was not the best time in the world right. to be bringing uh, something to market. <laughs> you know, right. you know it, it really, as far as being on the shelves, you couldn't get out and, and market it like you wanted to, like you, you know, you should. Yeah. But taste testing. Yeah. And, and, bars uh, what, and things like that. Yeah. But being on the shelves at that point, people, people started drinking a lot more. I, I have to tell you, I'll, I'll back up and tell you how that went down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, the people of Austin, have been so supportive and quick to pick it up and, and, and uh, have uh, just been really, really warm and welcoming, I think is the best I can, I can describe to it. So we, we couldn't be happier. Um, and yeah, it is challenging because you'd normally go out and do a bunch of tastings. Right. You go to bars and have uh, events. Mm-hmm. Everything that you would do to bring this kind of drink to, to market because you got to get liquid to lips, right. you can't do. And so, in fact, we, we were very fortunate to have uh, be in contract negotiations with Brown Distributing. They're a great company, great local family. Um, um, and those got put on hold right. because of the pandemic. And so then we were kind of sitting around. We were actually out at the ranch again because we were quarantined. Right. right? And we're thinking, well, now what are we going to do? You know, we can either choose to wait, which who knows how long the wait's going to be, or we can start to act like this may be permanent. Right. Right. And for all intents and purposes – that's really what it's in, it's become is kind of semi-permanent for a while now. And so we came up with some other ideas, got really creative on how we could get it to market, uh, called up Brown, had a meeting. They said, you know what? We're on board. Let's do a kind of a smaller scale launch. Well, mm-hmm. we were going to target like 15 stores and it caught on so fast and HEB got behind it, which is always a big win. Oh yeah. Uh, for sure. Um, and you know, those 15 stores turned to 30 and those 30 stores turned to 40, 50. Now we're at about 350 stores throughout Austin, over 400. Uh, we just went to San Antonio. Uh, we just went live in Houston, uh, this past week. And, uh, you heard it here first. We're going to be in Dallas in November. Um, so, uh, that, that is amazing. Um, so we're, we're really excited, but, uh, you know, we had to get creative on the social media. We had right. to get, uh, really creative on uh, how do you go talk to people at a safe distance, make them feel comfortable. Um, and, and the big question was, will people try something new if they've never had a chance to taste it or not? Right. And, um, we've been fortunate that, that, uh, they have, and then they came back and kept buying. So, oh yeah. I think, uh, you know, as, Especially in the beer, the seltzer, the the alcohol community, um, if you get if you have a good product out there, word of mouth is going to get around. Not not just your social media, but people have social media out there that uh, like us, like us, right? Yeah. That, right. that uh, want to spread the word, especially on good stuff. And y'all have a very good product here. Right. This this seltzer is fantastic. I can't I can't. Uh, Say enough good things about it. Well, if my I, son, if my, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I, was, I, I can't believe I'm sitting here watching you drink a seltzer. I know. <laughs> you know? I know. Yeah. But that, that's See, actually, there you is, go, right? That's you, actually how good this is. I if know. it, if it tasted, I'm going to be absolutely honest with you. If this tasted like some of the others, you wouldn't see me drinking it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I would, I would give you direct feedback. I, we'd talk about it on, on the air, but, 
I wouldn't, you wouldn't see me drinking it. We're, we're hoping this becomes the, uh, the hard seltzer of choice or the drink of choice at deer camps all over the, uh, the state this, oh, yeah. <laughs> this season. <laughs> you, you know, if you market it like that, <laughs> <There you go. laughs> that'll be great. My, as my son says, and he would do a lot better job if he were here, uh, with us. Uh, but, uh, you know, we start with quality ingredients and focus on taste. Um, right. That's absolutely the first thing that we do is make sure that we've got a good, great tasting product. Um, we stay true to heritage, mm-hmm. right? And so, again, that's why I said we're not going to make some honey uh, fruit combination that you'd never find. That you know, the wild blackberries grow out on my ranch, right? We all know a no, lime yeah. natural, you know, mm-hmm. and and of course prickly pear that you mentioned. You saw. I mean, that's what we're using to inspire the flavors. That's what we're using to inspire the colors. Uh, um, a lot of times they're based on flowers that we might have seen at, mm-hmm. at out at the ranch or something natural. And so that's that's a lot of all that goes into into it. And this is, you said this is all organic. Yeah. No, it's not all organic. Well, it's I mean, the fruit, the agave. fruit, yes. The the fruit is, yes. Okay. Yep, absolutely. So everything awesome. sweetened, all, all of our flavors, that'll be consistent across all of them. Mm-hmm. Sweetened with just a little bit of organic agave. Um, gives it just a little different, hmm, what is yeah. that? You know, uh, different uh, flavor to it. So It's very nice. Good. Very nice. Perfect. Yeah. And so how did, well, you, you got based... Oh my gosh! Where were you going? I don't know. <laughs> my words. We can. We, so you need to do one of those Instagram well, posts. This is me after one Blue Northern. This no. is me after two. We just you keep know, dropping I, the chair down. Yeah, I, I actually well, I tried to eat before before we got over here, and I stopped. I won't name the place that I stopped at, but it was absolutely horrible. And he got so, the food. He didn't eat the food. Yeah, I, gotcha. I, I took about two bites of it and threw it away. Yeah, it was no, it was bad. That's got to be bad to do that for yeah, sure. Especially as big as I am. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, so you you mentioned something and and uh, it, it was a question that I I had been thinking about when you were talking about um, basically the explosion, the growth where you started with with a few and now you're city to city to city and and, and all the different outlets. Um you okay so you said you got into the seltzer because you wanted to create something specific something that that you yourself could enjoy but what made you go into seltzers i mean usually if you're starting a, a business and you're getting into you're getting into something you're you're not necessarily going to make your first venture boom right into the busiest most crowded most most competitive market in right now in the beverage industry i mean seltzers are it well, you know, uh, what, what made you decide to just take everybody head on like that? So, as you can imagine from my background, mm-hmm. did my research, looked at the numbers. My son had a lot, a lot of experience and data from uh, consulting in industry. And even though at the surface it looks like, gosh, there's so many. And there are. There are seltzers. Every beer manufacturer, everyone's coming out with a, with a seltzer lagging a bit. Um, behind as they watch beer sales go down and seltzer sales go up and mm-hmm. all of those kinds of things. Albeit COVID has, has kind of pumped up everyone's volume for, for a bit right. because everybody's been drinking a bit more. But the thing is um, this category doesn't have a ceiling yet. And so even though it looks like, gosh, it's really, really crowded, you're at the front end of a brand new wave um, and the creation of a whole new segment. And so we still feel like we're, we're maybe right behind the first wave of the seltzers, but we're right at the tip of the sword of the true craft seltzer. Right. And so we think people are, have learned that they actually do like a lighter mm-hmm. um, drink like this and now are demanding something that's better. And that's what we've tried to hit right at the, the point where the consumer is right now. Yeah. And uh, on that note, 
we did an interview with uh, a, a gentleman that's the not head brewmaster. He's the head of brewing and uh, quality. quality control of Anheuser Busch. We asked him what is the next wave that's coming, and uh, asked him specifically what he thought about seltzers. He said that seltzer, while and and I made the comment of is this is this the new fad that's going to fade out? He he said no, <laughs> absolutely. He's he's been around. InBev for what yeah. thirty years, yeah, something like that, something, something like that. crazy, and he said seltzers. He thinks seltzers are going to take over the uh, light beer industry right. and just run the light beer industry to the ground and take over that entire market, which is huge. Right. If we were sitting there looking at that market, right, as the potential, we wouldn't be saying, "What are you coming into such a crowded market for?" Right, right, because it's just such a massive, massive. Uh, um, industry and segment to, to be had. Right. Um, so we'll see. And, and uh, also to your note mm-hmm. in well, both of it, um, if he was coming into, if y'all were coming into the craft beer industry that we would sit here and probably ask you why. Mm-hmm. That's right. But I, I see exactly where you're coming from on the seltzers because this is, this is really good. And we've heard the comments about the others. I, I did a, and we talked about this. Um, what is it? Black star has your seltzers there i asked the girl didn't tell her who i was that we were going to talk to you asked her what she thought about him she said that's probably her favorite seltzer it's great to hear yeah and it's yeah it's fantastic that's it made me even i was happy to that you're here you know i wanted to talk to you that even made me more excited Mm -hmm. to have you on that you know people are are seeing what you're putting out there and enjoying it well we you know we've uh we've coming right off of that COVID and into this, this different segment, it is a little bit different than the craft. There's some similarities, but a little bit different than the craft beer, which is probably why we've gone ahead and, and tried to meet the demand in some other markets quickly and, and starting up there, because I think the the old model would have been own your, your home market, right. own your home market, own your own market. And then eventually you'll trickle out in some other places. This segment is so is moving so fast and there's so much demand. Um, you know, Texas is my home anyway. So, right. you know, I live in Austin. I've got a ranch just out, outside of Austin. You know, that's about an hour 30 from San Antonio and a couple hours of Houston. So, for me, you know, I, I grew up driving up and down I-35 and I-10 anyway. So, mm-hmm. um, it's all one big, you know, beautiful state to me. So, we wanted to put it out there. And apparently ESPN likes it too. <laughs> <laughs> they just got the alert. <laughs> Coming to a market near you. <laughs> Just to let you know, that segment was brought uh, brought to you by ESPN. <laughs> yeah, um, I I think it's great. I think y'all are going to kill it. Do you do you have the how big of a facility do you have? So um, so right now we've got uh, brewing capacity. We work with a partner here locally, mm-hmm. right over in in uh, East Austin, Southeast Austin. So we can make up to probably a million cases a year. Okay, um, right now, so that'd be a great problem to have to to deal with that. Um, so we got, feel like we've got plenty of capacity. We've got our own facility and warehouse over a place called the yard over in St. Elmo mm-hmm. area. Yeah. If you know that we're actually building a new facility, which really excited to, to, uh, um, get done with, um, I say get done with, we got to actually get through the permitting process right. first. So any city people out there, please help us. <laughs> um, but, um, so we'll get that hopefully by January we'll be in that, that one will be. Our offices, primarily, um, it'll be a tasting room there mm-hmm. available where people can come by and, and uh, you know, periodically we'll have some live music and, and get people to experience. Uh, you know, this is all about 
bringing people together over a nice beverage and enjoying uh, each other. And so hopefully one of these days we'll get to do that a lot more frequency and a lot closer together. Yeah, and, uh, I, we'll I can't wait for that to, so, no, to no, start yeah, happening again. It, it's starting to happen slowly, slowly but surely. In um, you answered the question I was going to ha- ask about a tasting room. Are y'all going to have a specialty um, seltzers on hand there, like one-offs? Yeah, we haven't crossed that bridge yet, although okay. we've got one flavor in development right now. We've got three in development. Um, one of those is kind of a setup to maybe be a seasonal. Mm-hmm. Um, you can take a guess. Salted caramel. I, now I just said we weren't going to have any weird flavors, okay? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is it a pumpkin? It is not pumpkin. Oh, good. But it is seasonal. Think seasonal. Turkey. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, folks, we can't get past fall right now. <laughs> oh, uh, outside of fall. Oh. Um, water, watermelon? Well, that's a good uh, that's a good guess. Watermelon thump and luling that could be an inspiration. So, so clearly, uh, so, yeah, clearly we're not we're never going to guess it. Hill country, peaches. Oh, peaches. Peaches. Oh, Lord. Okay. So, yeah, exactly. So we're, we're thinking about that. We're thinking about a pomegranate. A lot of people don't realize that a pomegranate is, is a Texas fruit. Oh, okay. Uh, so um, we'll probably at some point have to go down the, the uh, uh, grapefruit um, thing. So oh, we'll, we'll, yes. You know, we'll, uh, we'll probably look at that. But anyway, we're open to suggestions. So if you guys have a favorite Texas-inspired fruit. Uh, I, th- I think strawberries, watermelon. Um, well, pomegranate, actually, po- my, my wife's favorite flavor of anything is pomegranate uh there you go you got a winner to the extent there uh, uh, one year for for mother's day i bought her a, a pomegranate tree and planted it and turned out it was a mountain laurel so <laughs> he is not a smart man uh, yeah. did, did you go back to see the person that sold it to i'm you? not i'm not the best gift giver <laughs> gosh oh, true boy. story true story no i believe you yeah yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't have said it if it wasn't. She made me dig it out. It's and gone. Did you burn it? <laughs> no, no. She wouldn't give me the satisfaction. Plant, planted it in the neighbor's yard. Yes. There you go. <laughs> Revenge. That was all we had. Yeah. Well, all right, Austin. Wait. Wait. You had more. You had more stuff. No, no, no. Um, we uh, we've we've tried them all. The only thing we haven't done yet is review. I mean, uh, I, pick, I think pick, pick pick our favorites. Okay. I, I was going to say, I've been giving a review the entire time. Right, right. We've been reviewing it, but we haven't picked our favorites. I'm going to go probably the Blackberry. You think? That's for, I mean, I, I really enjoyed this agave lime, mm-hmm. but I really, really enjoyed that Blackberry. All right. So I kind of know where, you, where you're coming from because, okay, first off, prickly pear is my favorite anything. Right. But mm-hmm. I thought the Blackberry was better. Probably the best tasting one yet i think if i'm drinking it it's it's going to be the agave lime it, it, it i don't know it just it hits all the so i'm going to help you out okay because okay? i ask this question all the time and i noticed and it was with somewhat of a sheepish uh kind of uh reaction that some of my buddies started saying because i said well, which one do you like he said well i'm going to admit it we've all been talking about it and since this covid thing i actually like blackberry in the morning and agave lime in the afternoon. Okay. <laughs> I, I could absolutely see that. Yeah, okay. I could absolutely see that because I, on a on a hot afternoon, I would say summer, but Texas 
yeah, afternoon. Not, right, it's I, ninety these, degrees today. Yeah, these would just flow down like crazy. And then I think I think the uh, the prickly pear, the Texas champagne for brunch. Yeah, seems like a natural to me. Uh, I can't argue with that. I can't. Yeah, I I like them all, but uh, yeah, if I, if I'm if I'm drinking one all day, I think I'm going with this green can here. That would be I'm not the, saying uh, it's the best. It's just the one I'm drinking. Yeah, the agave lime. Mm-hmm. What What do y'all have coming up? What events? Any events? Uh, new stores? You said Dallas. Yep. Um, do you have any? Well, it's. I mean, it's still kind of COVID season. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, we we uh, we try to get out and do as much as we can, as safely as we can. Um, and so, uh, we'll if you go to our website, drinkbluenorther.com, we'll try to post those out there. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Instagram. Um, at Drink Blue Norther. And so uh, we'll try to put information out there. Of course, everybody, we want everybody to be safe, be comfortable. Um, but we are trying to get out there and we are starting to do some tastings um, at different stores around town. So Specs, Total Wine, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're, we're at all those places. Obviously, we're at HEB not doing tastings yet, right. um, mm-hmm. but, but we are um, there. And hopefully we'll get to pick that stuff right back up here before long. I hope so. Knock on wood. We'd mm-hmm. love to see y'all grow and thrive and, uh, just you know getting to know you has been fantastic likewise yeah and um drinking your drinking your seltzers i hate to admit it but they're really good (laughs) i was gonna say the same thing it's like ah god does this uh am i a seltzer drinker now because i've got a lot of splaining to do (laughs) (laughs) you told somebody somewhere back there that i'm never going to drink those seltzers never you're not going to get me to do it yeah yeah Yeah, now uh, well, now you but, can just say I drink Blue Norther. Okay, see. Oh, there you go. I'll, I'll do I like that. that. I'll do that. See, that's that's what happens when you're the smartest man in the room. <laughs> yeah, well, I sure do appreciate y'all having me. It's hey, we little, appreciate you fun. having all. Uh, good God, my <laughs> words! The, your seltzers are just killing me. I mean, they're they're great, but they're killing my vocabulary. Uh, we appreciate you coming on. Right. It, it's been a pleasure meeting you. It's been a pleasure drinking these, and we wish you all the success. Thank you so much. Oh, and let us know when you got a new flavor coming. Yeah, we'll have you absolutely. back on. Hey, one quick plug. Mm-hmm. Sure, as absolutely. A, uh, as a former Marine, uh, just a, a shout-out. We've got uh, Veterans Day coming up here shortly. So just a shout-out to all of our veterans, all the men and women that uh, put themselves in harm's way to protect our way of life. Just for, for what it's worth, I just thought I'd throw that in there. Well, absolutely. Beautiful. Yeah, and uh, thank you thank you for your service. You're very welcome. That's that's awesome. Um, we'll also get you on if if you have time i know you're a busy man but maybe try to get you on the uh radio show as well i'd be happy to do yeah, it. especially when one of the your new uh flavors come out absolutely be great yep austin thank you so much thank you, you be good everybody stay excellent drink up bitches drink a little more drink 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 a little more drink drink Drink, drink a little more.